Hey, thanks for downloading the podcast. And remember, if you want to listen live, download the iHeartRadio app, download the TuneIn app, and just search for Fantasy Sports Radio Network, and you can listen to this program live. Also, if you want to watch the video of this podcast, check us out on YouTube, on Twitch, or on Periscope, and type in, you guessed it, Fantasy Sports Network. You'll find us there. Enjoy the show, and thanks for listening. You're listening to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network. You worked all week. Work, 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 work. You didn't have time to look at your fantasy lineups. Son of a But don't be afraid. That's why we give you Weekend Fantasy Update. Woohoo! And welcome back to the Fantasy Sports Radio Network Weekend Fantasy Update. Hour number three. You got Joe Galina. You got the Fantasy Taz, followed by all his Tasmaniacs. We're talking about Jim Day. Jim See what I mean? Sean Angle, the fantasy <laughs> prince. <laughs> uh, we open up the uh, phone lines uh, for you, 844-843-6879. Uh, Sean, I believe we have Chris from Chicago on the line. Yes, sir. Hey, how's it going, Chris? Hey, how are you guys doing? Uh, you guys are not alone, definitely. <laughs> that's good. That's good. <laughs> Thank you. Please, please keep on calling. Uh, tweet us. Tweet out to us. We'd love to uh, interact with, uh, with everyone out there. Yeah, I missed you guys. Um, so that's awesome. That's awesome. Uh, I got a two quick questions, or three quick questions if you have time. Um, Philip Rivers or uh, Trubisky today, uh, this week, and Trey Burton or Doyle? Okay, let's, let's go with the first one. Yeah, let, let's PPR, go with the first okay. one. Um, R- Rivers, you said, or Trubisky? Yes, sir. Well, uh, well, for me, it, it's going to be Rivers. Um, me too. <laughs> just, yeah, Detroit. Uh, you know, there, there are plus and minuses both ways here. Rivers uh, has a, a nice matchup; should be able to put up good points against an Oakland team that we saw last week get destroyed by a, a first-time starting NFL quarterback. The other side of the coin is we could see Melvin Gordon running all day and twice on Sunday, and taking the ball out of Philip Rivers' hand and especially mm-hmm. in the second half, and that does bother me. Trubisky um, has a tougher matchup against Detroit, but Detroit's been soft-er of late. Um, got a few guys hurt, not playing as well of late. I mean, I, I do have Rivers ahead of Trubisky in my rankings, and but as I'm getting closer, they're getting closer. As we're getting closer to the games, the more I think about it, because I, I think that Trubisky might have to throw a little bit more than Rivers. But right now, I still have Rivers ahead. What What about you, Joe? Yeah, I'm with Rivers, uh, and uh, you brought up some good points there. Uh, I mean, game script has uh, Chargers, uh, you know, kind of breaking out to a big uh, big lead. But, you know, I, I think that Rivers could go for, uh, you know, at least two to three touchdowns and then hand over to uh, to Melvin Gordon. Uh, and, and for the uh, tight end question, it was uh, Jack Doyle or, or Trey Burton, and you say it's a PPR, right, Chris? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. 
Yeah. Yeah, for me, uh, that's uh, Taz. It, for me, it's Jack Doyle. Uh, it, it is me, too. The, the, the bad side of that, though, is Trey Burton, for the most part, you know, he's been scoring touchdowns. Um, you yeah. know, he's got four out of the last five games. He's had a touchdown and giving you really solid fantasy production. But over, you know, three out of the last four games, actually four out of the last I'm trying to do this in my head. Four out of the last five, I think, he's seen four targets or less, and that bothers me. I think we're going to see uh, Doyle get a little bit more involved, although he does have a tougher matchup in Jacksonville. Yeah. I just think they're going to get him more involved, especially if Jalen Ramsey has, is effective against Hilton early on. Yeah. Okay. Um, All right, well, I have a question for you guys, Uh I cleared the playoff spot. I'm nine and zero, and I never been wow, into a fantasy. Yeah, last year I only won two games, so that's, <laughs> I did my homework. Listen to you well, guys. I'm gonna have and, to uh, put you in for coach of the year. Take it. <laughs> most improved. Most <laughs> yeah, improved. Yeah, right. Award, two win team to nine and zero. That's a nice start. Yeah. Yes, yes. sir. Um, so I've never been to fantasy playoffs, and I know that the, the the prepping for playoffs. I've been reading about it and listening about it. So. Uh, handcuffs and whatnot. Um, should I start doing that now, or how yes. do you guys? Um, maybe I could give you guys my bench. Um, Go ahead. My you bench. Can give us your bench. Um, I got Jones Jr. from Detroit, uh, Trubisky, Carry uh, On Johnson, John Richard, Larry Fitzgerald. Taz, you've been screaming to pick him up. I dropped him early in the season. And I got him, so hopefully he'll be all right. And then I got Jack Doyle. Okay. Uh, like Doyle, like Fitz, uh, good rest of the year. Uh, not as high on Jones Jr. and Carry On just because of their um, because of their schedule moving forward and yes. the usage, especially now with Riddick back there in Detroit, really cuts on on uh, what Carry On's going to do. So those are two guys I would say I would jettison, try and trade them for some other pieces. Um, you know, what you want is the handcuffs to your your main starters. Don't go nuts. You don't need a handcuff for everybody. But I would make sure that you keep the good second quarterback as well. Trubisky is a nice bench quarterback to have for the rest of the season. Mm-hmm. Um, Doyle is great backup. Fitz is excellent backup. So, yeah, for me it comes down to carry on and Marvin Jones. I would try to look to see if you can move them to get other pieces that you need. Okay, and so I should get a, like a handcuff for Gurley uh, and I don't know McCaffrey. I also got him. Um, I'm I'm afraid they're gonna sit Gurley maybe last game. Yeah. Um, so it, Brown, Malcolm Brown there. Yeah. Yeah, yeah he's Malcolm available. Brown's available. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, Malcolm Brown is good, and then uh, of course uh, uh, you got Anderson behind uh, CMC again, a, a decent pickup as well. Okay. Well, um, appreciate. Uh, it was great talking to you guys again, and I'll be listening All to right. you guys. Good like, luck. Keep on right. on, on. Yeah, awesome. I don't know, man. Let's yeah. <laughs> pat yourself on the back. That's great. And uh, good luck to you. Keep listening, and we'll talk to you next week maybe. All right? All right. We also have uh, Constantine, I believe, from New York City uh, wants to talk to the Fantasy Taz. What's going on, guys? Hey, hey Kay, How's how it going? going? Got to say, great show. Uh, it is my first time listening, but I got to say, very informative. And I really enjoyed it great. so far. Good. Thank I you. appreciate yeah. it. Yeah, no, I, I think you guys got another listener going forward. <laughs> well, I always um, like to hear that. Mm-hmm. Yes. All right. Now I have a lineup situation. Jim, I brought it up to you yesterday. I just want to go over it because I want like, insight on it. 
Now, this is my lineup so far. I have Mixon as an RB1. I have Deion Lewis as an RB2. I have a wide receiver. I have Devontae Adams. Wide receiver, I have Tariq Hill. And for tight end, I have uh, O.J. Howard. For my two flex spots, I have Josh Gordon and Tyler Boyd. Now, Boyd is more or less locked, uh, and so is Mixon. Lewis is, uh, is up in the air, like I told you, Jim, yesterday. And who I have on my bench is Nick Chubbs and MVS. Right. I really so it want comes to down. Pull- it, yeah. yeah, yeah go ahead. Sorry, I don't mean to cut you off, but it comes down basically for RB2, whether it be Nick Chubb or Dion Lewis. Um, yeah. And, you know, like I said, I think for me, it's going to be Dion Lewis just because Chubb bothers me. Not that he can't have a good game, and I keep talking about this, but it really is in my head. But I could also see him not having a good game if the game gets out of control and the game script doesn't allow him to be involved. So he bothers me a little bit. I think Lewis is going to be involved right from the get-go. So for me, it's Lewis. And then the other flex comes down to either then Chubb, Gordon, or Marquez Valdez-Scantling. And again, Chubb, I'm just a little bit leery of. Gordon, I love. I love his matchup this week. Gronk doesn't look like he's going to play, although he is traveling with the team today. Reports are out he is traveling. So, you know, this is not a done deal that he doesn't play, but he is going to be a true game-time decision at this point. So we won't know until, you know, an hour and a half before his game is set to start tomorrow morning. Uh, So we should know about 1130 tomorrow morning whether or not Gronk's going to go. So because of that, and while it doesn't look like Gronk is going to go, I'm going to go with that. With him out, I think Gordon definitely takes on a bigger role like we saw last week, continues to do so, and I love his matchup. So Gordon has to be in your lineup for me. Yes, I And I've talked a lot. How about you, Joe? <laughs> no, I love Gordon. I love his matchup against uh, Malcolm Butler. Uh, and for me, it's a little closer with Lewis and Chubb, but I think I'd go Lewis. Uh, we talked about it just a couple of minutes ago. I mean, the Patriots have been susceptible to pass-catching running backs. I mean, Chubb uh, also has a nice matchup as well, but uh, Titans have shown that uh, they're leaning more towards Lewis, using him more. Uh, has been out-snapping him, especially uh, this past week, and uh, I, I think I'd go with the uh, the Deion Lewis revenge game. How about that, Kay? Is that, does that, you know, assuage your, uh, your worries there? Yes, it does. It really does. I do got to say, the guy that I'm facing this week, he was a co-manager with me last year. We got into the championship. (laughs) We lost the championship because he talked me out of playing Antonio Gates. And Antonio Gates went for 26 points that game, and we lost the chip. After that fallout, I pretty much just have like a dead eye on him and be like, if I face you, I got to destroy you. (laughs) you. You can't blame him. It's your fault. You, as far as I can well, see, you lost that championship because you let no, him count out. No, I did. No, no, you. I did. No, I did. I did. I blame myself also for you know for trusting him as a co oh, Here, I'm trying to here. I'm trying to make a joke, and you're saying, yeah, yeah, that's right. <laughs> you know, ultimately, it comes down much, to the guys. decisions we make, and you got to live with them. But you know, hey, you still nah. got to the championship. Not everybody can say that. No, yeah, no. I, thank you very much, guys. I appreciate it. All right. Good luck. Appreciate man. you calling. Thank you. Good luck is right. All right. So, uh, yeah, I guess I think we'll, we got uh, another caller. Uh, do we? Okay. Everybody yeah, Lee from West Virginia. Jazz. Lee from West Virginia go. is on the line. Hello? Yeah, hello. What's up, Lee? Hey, Lee. 
Hello. Hey, guys. How y'all doing? Love your show. Thank you. Thank we you. Appreciate, appreciate it. it. Yeah, not a problem. I, I got a uh, flex question here that I'm, I'm wrestling with. I, I appreciate your guys' input on it. Okay, sure. So I'm gonna, uh, it's a full point uh, PPPR, and I'm going to run down a list of, of options here for you. I got uh, carry on, carry on Johnson. No, Trey Burton. Yeah, I know you hate. I know you hate his matchup, <laughs> which, I, which is which is why I can't just set him in there. Uh, Trey Burton, Muhammad Sanu, Allen Robinson, or Mike Williams. Okay. Um, well, wow, this is kind of pushing KJ a little closer. <laughs> um, yeah, I know. I, I just hate his matchup. Yeah. Uh, I, I hate his matchup and the fact that Theo Riddick is back. So I'm still going to stay away from carry on. Um, okay. Let's see. Uh, hard to trust the new. Had those few good weeks, and now we're seeing him back to, you know, the, the lower numbers that we're used to. He has a big game here or there and disappears. Robinson declares himself fully healthy. I think at mm. this point I would have to take the shot on him uh, and, and risk it. I mean, this offense needs to get him involved. They want to get him involved. Uh, hopefully we see him take that next step. But, you know, at, at the least you're probably going to look at him getting four or five catches and maybe with more with upside. Uh, so I think he's got the most upside here. Um, you know I want to say Mike Williams, but I can't say Mike Williams. One catch a freaking game. <laughs> I don't care if it is for a touchdown. And just, you can't count on that. Um, I, I think for me, I think I'd go Robinson and Burton. Uh, it, you know, if you need two, those are the two I'd go for. If you only need one, I'm going to go with Robinson. You yeah, I'm going to go Robinson you know, as well. You all don't like the matchup with Oakland? For Mike Williams? It's not that I don't like the matchup for Mike Williams. They're just not throwing him the ball enough. He's not getting enough targets. He's not, you know, getting Absolutely. enough chances. You know, he's getting one or two catches. Luckily, if he gets the long touchdown, he gets your points. But you can't guarantee, you know, he's going to have two targets and one of them's going to be a touchdown every week. Uh, you know, that's what makes him so hard to start. Because as soon as he doesn't, you're looking at a five-point game from that position. Right, exactly. and Robinson's exactly. been averaging uh, just about seven targets a game, and uh, yeah, I, I think he, he has the opportunity and uh, a little bit more. Uh, he might be a little bit more involved in that offense than the now, other. Now, if I was you, there. Yeah. I, I I would learn all you can uh, about voodoo, build a little <laughs> doll for Theo Riddick, and you'd be good. <laughs> <laughs> I, 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 lo I loved it when uh, when Riddick was out and he was starting to catch the ball a little more. But but now it's you and everybody else. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Okay, guys, man, I really appreciate that. I, I think I'll go with Robinson. Good luck. All right. Well, good luck to you. Thanks for calling. It. All right, guys. Not a problem. Have a good one. Good luck to your team. You too. Thank you. You too. All right. So uh, yeah. You know, the, these questions that we're getting on Twitter, questions that we're getting uh, via the phone, I mean, they're legitimate. I mean, these are excellent questions. These aren't just like, you know, you really need to, to think about them, no? Yeah, no, good absolutely. players that we have out there listening. 
it, you know, and it, it's a little easier when you're trying to decide, you know, one one player against another at the same position. But what they don't realize is when you start throwing in other combinations, you know, of different positions, it gets much harder for us to have to think that on the fly because if we don't right. have those combinations, we haven't thought that through. So it, it makes mm-hmm. it a lot tougher on us when we have multiple positions. So, you know, don't don't expect us to know the clear-cut answer right away. Sometimes we have to think it through as well. Right, right, absolutely. Oh. All right, so uh, we're coming close to a com- <laughs> yeah, we're, we're taking we're taking you behind the scenes as to uh, exactly. the, how we could be right. Yes, the thought uh, process. There you go. Uh, it's 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 nice to know that we do take the time to think these things out. Right, just don't give like a knee jerk reaction answer. Right. Uh, there we go. So we have uh, a little less than a minute. Yeah, there you go. So uh, we'll uh, continue. We're going to break down this Chiefs-Cardinals game. Uh, is this going to be the t- – I mean, two teams that really can't play against the run. So uh, David Johnson, is this going to be the uh, the week where he breaks out? Uh, what can we expect from Tyreek Hill? Then we got the Jets-Bills. Uh, will there be a touchdown scored? Uh, total offensive touchdowns in Week 10, right? Uh, we'll see. Uh, when we come back, uh, we also got to break down the uh, Washington. Lots of uh, injuries in that Washington versus Tampa Bay game. Listening to Fantasy Sports Radio Network Weekend Fantasy Update. Did you know that you can listen to this show live on the award-winning Fantasy Sports Radio Network? Listen on the iHeartRadio app, the TuneIn Radio app, or download the Fantasy Sports Radio Network app. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network is the only totally free, 24-7, 365 Fantasy Sports Network of its kind without a subscription. Check out YouTube Live on the Fantasy Sports Network YouTube page and participate in the program in there, where you can ask questions, discuss the topics with other fantasy enthusiasts, or tell everyone that you disagree. Call into your favorite show and ask your question. The number is 844-84-FNTSY. That's 844-843-6879. The Fantasy Sports Radio Network, your free fantasy source, 24 hours a day. Bringing us back. Weekend Fantasy Update. Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Jim doing some, uh, playing some, some air drum. Oh, yeah. Or, yeah, all right. Well, actually, I was adding more cowbell. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's what's missing from that song. A little cowbell, right? <laughs> Sean keeping us flying straight. Sean, the uh, producer extraordinaire, uh, along with Joe Galina and the fantasy Taz, Jim Day. Uh, so uh, let's finish off this uh, Chiefs-Cardinals game, right? So like, as I uh, was talking about, uh, two teams that... Uh... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> there you go. Uh, he's... 
Just, yeah, you just found a cowbell. There you go. Uh, <laughs> so uh, Kareem Hunt has been on fire already, right? Uh, I'm, I'm penciling him in for uh, three touchdowns in this game. Uh, what about David Johnson? Maybe this may be the week that you're waiting for, right? Maybe as long as the Chiefs don't get off to too quick uh, of a start, maybe he might be, uh, be in for a couple of TDs, right? Uh, with the uh, new uh, offensive coordinator, uh, Leftwich. I think it, I think it doesn't matter even if KC gets up to a big start. I, I think it works out well for David Johnson because I think they are going to get him more involved in the passing game. You know, he, mm-hmm. he, he wasn't as much involved uh, in week eight before the bye as we'd hoped, but they only had a couple of days with Leftwich to do anything. Now they've had the mm-hmm. bye. They've had a lot more practice time, uh, him getting his, his thoughts out there a little better. I think they come a little pre- bit prepared. Look, uh, just, you know, with – even in that short period of time, you know, Leftwich got his offense looking better. Rosen, Rosen right. had his season high in yards with 252. He had two touchdowns yep. again, season high. Um, he's going up against the Chiefs defense that's allowing over 300 yards and just under two touchdowns a game average. Um, so, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's a nice matchup for him. I, I think this offense starts to come together. But, I mean, mm-hmm. this, this Chiefs team is, is just so good that – you know, they're going to put up points at, at will, even in a tough matchup against Arizona. <laughs> Arizona on the yep. season as a defense, they're number one against the opposing quarterbacks over the season. But over the last five weeks, they're actually 10th. So they, they've gotten right. beat up a little bit. And that was, mm-hmm. you know, that's San Francisco, Denver, Minnesota, and San Fran again. You know, not the mm-hmm. greatest offensive teams out there. And Arizona's been taking it on the chin. I expect KC to do the same. Obviously, so does Vegas, giving them, you know, a 17-point spread. (laughs) (laughs) Right, right. Well, the one thing I liked that that I read about Leftwich was that uh, he worked on uh, with Rosen is getting that ball out of his hands quicker. There was a measurable difference where, I guess, in part, uh, compensating for that bad offensive line. uh, You know, so he's got to get that ball out of his hands, be a little bit more decisive. Hey, uh, Ricky Seals-Jones, man, this guy has been like a a thorn in my side every time I I try to start him. But... uh, (laughs) Chiefs most receiving yards at tight ends. I mean, do I give it give him another shot? This Seals Jones. I mean, he's burned me already in the past. I don't know. Well, it is. It's a good, you know. Look, there's a chance that he is that guy. Um, but mm-hmm. can he count on it? Two catches for 12 yards in each of the last two games really doesn't fill me with a, a lot of glee here. You know, and right, plus right. you get doesn't the fact get you a woman Jared, fuzzy inside. <laughs> yeah, plus the fact is it, it looks like you get Jermaine Gresham back as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so we right. don't know what effect Jermaine Gresham is going to have on Ricky Seals. Even if he only takes a couple of targets away, you know, that could be mm-hmm. half the number of what Ricky Seals is seeing in this great matchup. So it, at right. this point in time, it's really hard to have any faith in uh, Ricky Seal Jones. Look, he makes a, a great punt play in, in the GPP <laughs> if you're looking for that mm-hmm. contrarian. He won't be highly owned, and he could have a good mm-hmm. game because it is such a great matchup. But in a season-long right. league, it's very hard to have any kind of faith in him. Yeah. I think it was Constantine, one of the callers, uh, had mentioned that uh, at, at your uh – Listening to you, he, he picked up uh, Larry Fitzgerald. I mean, I think Larry Fitzgerald could have a sneaky good day. Maybe even Christian Kirk. I mean, Cardinals uh, playing from behind, uh, you know, uh, could be, uh, you know, a lot of targets coming their way. I totally agree. I, I love Fitzgerald mm-hmm. this week. Look, uh, again, 
because of left, which I think we, we finally saw Fitzgerald have a, a decent game last week. Um, you know, eight catches, 102 yards and a score. Best best game of his season easily. And now he goes up against mm-hmm. a, a chief secondary. Who's, you know, they're allowing the six most receptions to receivers. They're giving up, uh, you know, about an average of 180 yards and just under a touchdown a game to the position. You know, Fitzgerald mm-hmm. is a nice, you know, at, at worst, a wide receiver three with wide receiver two upside in this matchup. Right, so, right. yeah, he, he's definitely somebody that, that I like and, you know, Hopefully, uh, another here's another guy that definitely is a guy I'm saying go out and buy if you can right now uh, before he has another big game uh, because I think he's worth a great schedule moving forward. If Byron Leftwich gets Rosen even a little bit better, even 10% better, you're looking at a Fitzgerald finish to a year that could really help your mm-hmm. fantasy team. Mm-hmm. Finish of a year, maybe even finish of a career going out, uh, you know, uh, on fire. Uh, we already talked about uh, David Johnson had a season high in routes run last week in uh, Leftwich's in his last game uh, with Leftwich uh, calling uh, the shots. Um, what about the Chiefs side? This Tyreek Hill, you know, odd home away split, six touchdowns on the road, one at home. How do you feel about Tyreek Hill? He got off to such a great start, right? Uh, but he, oh, you know, you know, a little inconsistent. Six games with 70 or fewer receiving yards. Uh, and, and I was listening to a, another analyst like early, early in the year after week one. He had that awesome week uh, one. Uh, that Hey, this guy uh, should be taking the first round of drafts next year. A little too inconsistent for my liking, this Tyreek Hill. Well, he is. Um, no, don't doubt about it. I mean, the good thing is uh, he had one game all year where he was at double digits. Uh, I think it was mm-hmm. uh, week three against San Francisco where he only ended up with just over seven fantasy points. Every other game of the week, he's been at least in double digits. Uh, so, you know, it's not like take the top off and he doesn't do absolutely anything. He's getting you those double digits. Uh, he has seen the last two weeks less targets, but right now it's questionable whether or not Sammy Watkins even plays. So if Watkins mm-hmm. doesn't play, I would expect Hill to, you know, see a fair amount of, of targets in this one. Uh, the other side of the coin is in this game. Here, here's another sneaky play for you, and, and that's going to be uh, man. Name just went right on my freaking head. The, the backup for Kansas City running back. Uh, I'm sorry, folks. Spencer Ware. Spencer Sp- Ware is it Spencer Ware? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. We could we could see a lot more of Spencer Ware here if they do get out to a really early start, um, and mm-hmm. you know get up by twenty some odd points early on. We could start to mm-hmm. see Spencer Ware a lot in the second half because at that point, why keep running Hunt into the ground? You need him. Yeah, you know, why take the chance? Playoff mm-hmm. run. Yeah, so if they get mm-hmm. up early, we may see Spencer Ware. He might be another sneaky start for people out there. Yep. Uh, I guess in Terry Kill's uh, defense, too, he had tweaked his groin, I guess, a week or two. Uh, maybe it's it's bothering him. But uh, another guy to to, to uh, take note that is dealing with a foot injury listed as questionable. It sounds like he's going to play is Sammy Watkins. But uh, keep in eye, he might not be at 100%. Might be on the field, but not at 100%. But that's a good call with Spencer Ware. Uh, you know, if they get up uh, to, uh, you know, the 30-plus point lead that, that you think that they're going to have. Well, I'll tell you what, here's another name, though. I like to throw these names out at you, just keep in mind. Sure. If uh, Sammy Watkins doesn't go, then you might mm-hmm. want to be looking at Chris Conley because he could yep. easily see a nice uptick here if Watkins is mm-hmm. out. Mm-hmm. Good call on that one as well. And uh, obviously, so uh, do you like this? Uh, you like the uh, Chiefs with the, with the points? And uh, what about this over under here, Taz? 
Uh, yeah, I like the Chiefs with the points. I, I think I think the Chiefs have a chance to go over all, all on their own. So I'm taking the mm-hmm. over. There you go. All right. Uh, how about the uh, Jets and the Bills? Do you think that this uh, – <laughs> when you go from one uh, high-powered game to uh, this one where we might not get a, a, a touchdown. I got a prop bet for you. Total offensive touchdowns in Week 10, Bills versus the Jets. Uh, it's basically over 0.5 minus 1,200, under 0.5 plus 600. So basically it's one or, or zero. Yeah, that's a bet I wouldn't touch. <laughs> one is too easy. All you need is one one play that gets away from somebody. Uh, we may mm-hmm. be seeing another Nathan Peterman start. Uh, doesn't fill me with glee. The Buffalo's defense yeah. is, is playing very good right now. Uh, so mm-hmm. Jets would scare me. Of course, they get Josh McCown starting for them. Uh, yeah, it looks like yeah. Robbie Anderson is out, though. They get Quincy Inunua, uh should be in and playing. Mm-hmm. Uh, th- this is a game that really is, I mean, pfft. It's the lowest game on the board, uh, according mm-hmm. to Vegas, at over under 36 and a half. You're looking at the Jets with an implied point total of 22, uh, Buffalo with 15. Uh, not not a great game. This is a game. You know what? I wouldn't bet this game one way or another because it could be one lucky play or another that totally decides this game. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to make a prediction. 13-3 Jets. Well, there you go. <laughs> and then you got well, maybe there's your one touchdown. Uh, yeah. And who's it going to go to? Is it going to be? Is it going to be one of their running backs? That's the thing. I mean, uh, look, you know, the Bills. Just when you think that they're done, they show up, right? <laughs> and they have a better pass defense than most people give them credit for, right? But look, when you when you have uh, on a Friday when you have Nathan Peterman, Matt Barkley, and Josh Allen, you know, uh, practicing uh, to see who's going to start a quarterback, that really. Leaves uh, leaves you wondering. <laughs> Look, <laughs> on the Buffalo's offensive pass, side, yeah. Buffalo's pass defense has shut down some of the better uh, passing offenses yeah. in the league recently. Chicago, New England, Indianapolis, Houston. Mm-hmm. You know, over the mm-hmm. last five, and they're number one in the league against the position. Number four against uh, wide receivers. Number four against tight ends over the last five weeks. Their defense is playing great. Uh, mm-hmm. Middle of the road at running back. They were twenty three on the year, but they're fifteen. Over the last five weeks, so they've even stepped it up a bit. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. Jets at home with McCown. McCown definitely gives them a slight uptick over you right. know what they were seeing with Darnold, just because of the experience. Um, but without Robbie Anderson there, you know, you don't really have any receivers that are going to stretch the field for you. I, I, I just don't like this game. We we could be looking at a nine six game here. You could, absolutely. But I'm calling 13-3. Jets are going to cover the seven. It's going to be under the 36-and-a-half. Uh, and, and that's it. Jermaine Curse, man. What the hell is wrong with this guy? 19 targets past two weeks. Three catches in each of those two weeks. Uh, yeah, I, I wanted to see because uh, that was one of the stats I, you know, I was looking at, and I didn't get a chance to follow through all the way because I wanted to see how mm-hmm. many of them were actually catchable passes. Uh, I bet you right, the, right. the odds are they, you know, at least half of them probably weren't. Darnold has looked a little lost, confused. Uh, I think maybe mm-hmm. a little overwhelmed right now, just in this offense trying to create too many plays. And we've seen that, you mm-hmm. know, before with a bad offense where you got a rookie quarterback who's just trying to take on too much. And that's the kind of look he seems to be having right now. So maybe this little break might be good for him, get him slowed down a little bit. I think it's great. Uh, yeah, I think it's a good and, move. And, and that's called yeah, a phantom foot injury. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, and it's just, good. Just I mean, look, he threw four picks. 
Yeah. yeah. He threw four picks last week, got sacked four four times. Maybe it's it's good for him to take a week, you know, uh, just to, on the sideline. Uh, and I think they're, they have a bye next week. So, I mean, it's good. It's almost like a, a mental health week for, for Sam Donald. Yeah, absolutely. Smart and like move. you say, with the with, with the bye next week, you know, gives him that extra week. And, you know, it just makes sense at this point. Get the kid calmed down. Get him relaxed a mm-hmm. little bit. You know, get McCown yeah. on the field. You don't want a spiraling out of control. Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> you don't want to see another, you know, uh, um, Carr, David Carr. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. Derek Carr incident. Uh, like we mm-hmm. saw in the past with Houston where he just got so overwhelmed by getting attacked all the time that he just never got out mm-hmm. from – behind himself right right um, um we're going to move away from this game in a second but bills four touchdowns to running backs in the past three weeks uh elijah mcguire's been getting some uh some playing time uh who do you like better if you had to i mean and sometimes you do in, in bye weeks with running backs Unfortunately, tough yeah. to, to find right yeah elijah mcguire or isaiah crowell who do you trust more this week uh, you know what? If it's PPR, I trust Isaiah Crow. I, I mean, uh, sorry, I, I trust uh, McGuire more just because I think mm-hmm. he's going to catch the passes. You know, Crowell. Every time he looks like he has a terrible matchup, he does okay. Every time he has a great matchup, he does nothing. <laughs> he's just not a guy right. you can count on from week to week. I just, I have right. no faith whatsoever in Crowell. But that doesn't mean he can't go out and have a big game. Right, and poor Lashawn McCoy, man. His past two weeks. <laughs> 22 carries for 23 yards, 1.05 yards per carry. I mean, if I was him, I think I would just retire mid-game. I mean, put the, this is not the way that this guy should be going out. And he's, the, his career is nowhere near over, but he deserves better. <laughs> he does you know, deserve player better. Player-wise. I don't know about him I, personally. but yeah. yeah, well, I'm not talking about that either, right? But well, yeah. you know, from a fan base, you know, he's done a lot of good things for fantasy over the years, and you hate to see him mm-hmm. go out this way. and. Uh, you know, like you said, just not getting enough touches. But even the touches he's getting, he's not doing anything with. Uh, luckily, two weeks ago, he saved you with, you know, getting six catches for 82 yards against the Patriots. Yeah, uh, right. You know, but that it's so hard to count on. That, that might be the only way he gets any points anymore is through the air. And mm-hmm. they're just not throwing in the ball enough each and every week, which doesn't make sense since they have no real receivers either. Mm-hmm. Well, last week, uh, Logan Thomas came out of nowhere. Quarterback uh, converted to a tight end. Seven catches for 40 yards. Uh, I still I don't trust him. <laughs> Come on. You gotta, we're looking for the, uh, the silver lining here in this game. Uh, Unfortunately, yeah. the, uh, that silver is, is just, you know, uh, sprayed on silver. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Good point. Uh, so, uh, Bucks against Washington. The Bucks are home, and uh, they're a three-point favorite because they are home. Uh, the over/under I see in this game is uh, fifty-one. I have a couple of props. Um, what will Jameis Winston be for Halloween? No, for Game One of the twenty nineteen regular season. Uh, Bucks starting quarterback minus one seventy-five. Bucks backup quarterback plus 1100 any other team starting quarterback plus 250 any other team backup quarterback plus 400 not on an nfl roster plus 900 where do you see him next year oh uh man that's a tough one 
right? I mean, would it shock you if he wasn't the Bucks' starting quarterback? But but they would have to trade for for, for someone in the off season, right? I mean, you're not going to draft one and 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 still. You know, your draft pick is as the starting quarterback day one. At least I wouldn't. Okay, so so this this is Jameis Winston or Fitzpatrick. Jameis Winston. Yeah, I, I think at the very least he's on another team. I don't think he's mm-hmm. on Tampa Bay. Um, mm-hmm. Whether he's a starter on another team, um, you know what? I, I'm going to go with a starter on another team just because somebody will take the <laughs> chance. Yeah. You're right. I mean, uh, it, it seems that quarterbacks are, are just hey, look, find a way to get a like job, Jacksonville right? Jacksonville might be looking for somebody. Hmm. You think? They, they don't <laughs> they're like They're going to have Eli. <laughs> yeah. Eli. Uh, Giants are going to have Eli, yeah. cut him, and they'll have Eli. Yeah. All right. We'll be back with uh, breaking down uh, Bucks, Washington, lots more games, Chargers, Raiders. Weekend Fantasy Update, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. From the NFL to the NBA, DailyRoto.com is the place to win millions in daily fantasy. You can get the best DFS NFL coverage all season long for a price of $129.99 or dominate the entire daily fantasy sports realm with the Elite Package at $59.99 per month. If you use the promo code FNTSY, you get 10% off your DailyRoto Package. Go to DailyRoto.com, pick your NFL or Elite Package, enter promo code FNTSY, and you'll be on your way to becoming the next Daily Roto Millionaire. <laughs> love it, love it. A little Iraqi trading montage bringing us back from commercial. Weekend Fantasy Update, Fantasy Sports Radio Network. And uh, Ivan Drago. Saying he must break you. Have you seen the uh, coming attractions to the uh, Creed movie? Yes, I have. You know what the Creed movie is? Okay. Yes. (laughs) Right? It looks very interesting. (laughs) Right? Uh, The first Creed movie was, I I enjoyed it a lot. Uh, You know, Sylvester Stallone, the Rocky character, taking like a backseat training Mm -hmm. Apollo Creed's son. And now all of a sudden, uh, uh, Creed's son is fighting Ivan Drago's son. Yeah, right. The one who killed his dad. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah, pretty cool stuff. Good job there, Sean, finding that. I'm still looking forward to Rocky 50. <laughs> well, well, we have a few more. Uh, I think it's going to be a while. But now, uh, as Stallone, man, he just keeps going back to the well. There's going to be a new Rambo movie. And I think now Rambo is a, like a ranch hand or something where he <laughs> lives on a ranch. Because I saw common attractions where he's wearing like a cowboy hat. So well, uh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Hey, why not keep going back to the well if you're making money on it? Absolutely. You kidding me? Yeah, I agree. All right. So let's try to finish up uh, some games here uh, for week 10. I started out with the uh, Bucks at home against uh, Washington. And uh, Taz, we got a lot of injuries to the uh, Redskins offensive line. You got uh, left tackle Trent Williams. Uh, he's going to be out for at least three more weeks. Uh, left guard Sean Laval, uh, ACL to the IR. Right guard Brandon Scherf to the uh, IR. And uh, Morgan Moses, uh, right tackle, 
sprained in, uh, uh, his uh, MCL. But I still like Adrian Peterson this week. <laughs> Am I crazy? <laughs> yeah, you, you might be um, <laughs> for a couple mm-hmm. of reasons. Uh, mm-hmm. Look, it, I could see easily at home, again, Washington has been on the fade. Um, over the course of the year, they're 25th against opposing quarterbacks. Over the last five weeks, they're 32nd, worst in the league. Mm-hmm. They've actually changed places with Tampa Bay. Um in, in that respect, against quarterbacks and wide receivers, those two teams have flip flopped in, in over the last five weeks. And you know, Tampa Bay—if Tampa Bay gets out to an early league, the one thing we know about Washington is they're not really a comeback team. And mm-hmm. if the game script is where Tampa Bay gets out to an early league against this fading Washington defense, that's going to take a lot of you know Adrian Peterson off the field. Uh, you're just not going to see him doing a ton in this mm-hmm. one. You might see a lot of Capri bibs with Chris, Chris Thompson being out again. But, man, I, right, I, I'm right. having a hard time getting behind Peterson this week. All right, so I got a prop bet for you on Adrian Peterson. Uh, over under 70. Over under 70 rushing yards versus uh, Tampa Bay. I'm going to go on the under. Uh, look, it, it was a good okay. matchup for him last week against Atlanta, and he you know, had nine rushes for 17 yards. Uh, you know, mm-hmm. if that kind of game plan comes into play again, we're, we're going to see him sitting on the bench. Mm-hmm. All right. So uh, there's a few few names I'm going to throw out at you for Washington because on paper, and if this offensive line was intact, would be a pretty nice day for them. Uh, Alex Smith. Alex Smith to uh, Maurice uh, Harris. Maurice Harris had himself a week last week, right? Uh, Ten catches, 124 receiving yards. We're still not sure if Jamison Crowder uh, is going to be ready for week 10. Oh, he's out? Okay. All right, that that must have just happened. uh, uh, But what do you think about Harris? I like Harris again. I would have liked him even with Crowder in there. But, you know, I like mm-hmm. him. He's, he should see a, a lot of targets again, uh, you know, taking mm-hmm. over for Paul Richardson, who's now on IR. Yes. You know, I, I can yes. see Harris. Um, you know, I, I like Harris. I, I like what he does, how he does it. I think he could be a good wide receiver in this league. I was actually onto him a couple of weeks ago, and I, I really thought he'd start to see an uptick, and that didn't work. And, you know, maybe I was a little too early to the party. Uh, but he, he's starting to come on now, and I think with Paul Richardson done for the year, I think, you know, Harris is a guy that comes into play now, and, and it will be a decent play. You know, I'm not saying he's going to be a wide receiver too for the rest of the year, but I think he gives you a mm-hmm. v- very nice flex option. Would you put him in a, a DFS lineup? Um, I have put like, him in a couple know, DFS lineups, absolutely. Okay. Uh, I'll All take right. that shot on him. It gives me a chance to get a little more chalky at some of the other positions. Right. Bucks top six or better in fantasy points allowed to basically all of the main offensive positions. Your quarterback, uh, running back, oh, yeah. wide receiver, tight end. <laughs> what about uh, Jordan Reed, who uh, finally, you know, he was so shocked that he wasn't on the uh, injured injury list. But uh, uh, he limited in practice. It looks like he, I think he's going to be playing. But uh, he's got a little back issue. And uh, Vernon Davis showed up last week. Uh, we think of that. I mean, Dave, Reed, even though he's been healthy, he's kind of sucked. <laughs> yeah, and, and Reed is supposed to go. Last I heard, he is supposed to play, mm-hmm. and he has kind of sucked. Um, <laughs> yeah, it just hasn't done what you expected 
you know, from him. But, yeah. you know, it, uh, it, he's doing enough to be a, a tight end 14 on the year, but not what you expect mm-hmm. when he's healthy. You usually expect top five. Uh, right. It's just up yeah. and down on targets all season long. And, you know, now mm-hmm. we're, we're starting to see uh, – um, Jesus Christ, <laughs> my mind is just not working right today. Uh, Vernon Davis is more involved yes. as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So, you know, it's really, he's a risky play. It's a nice matchup for him, but it could mm-hmm. easily turn out to be a Vernon Davis day. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Bucks allowed the second most receiving yards to tight ends. So uh, we'll see what happens there. But, yeah, uh, we always said, hey, if only Jordan Reed – would Which could be healthy, up. like you said, he'd be a, yeah, he'd be a type five, uh, top five, uh, maybe even a top three. We used to say, right? And uh, he is healthy and uh, basically uh, not doing it for us. So, um, uh, what about the Buck side? Uh, Deshaun Jackson's been he got off to a nice start. Three of uh, his first four games had uh, 112 or more receiving yards. Since then, he's averaging 50 and a half per game. And, uh, you know, he's always had this little connection with Fitzmagic. I-, I need Jackson. What are you thinking about him? Well, it's tough. I, you know, everybody expected him to jump right back in last week, and it just didn't work. The Panthers, you know, did a good job on shutting him down. He only saw the four mm-hmm. four targets, two catches, 32 yards. Look, he's a boomer bus guy. Uh, he, he's gotten, you know, most of the – I think – let's see. I'm trying to remember in my head. But outside of last week, I think there was only one other game where he was in double digits. So, he, you know, mm-hmm. he's still giving you decent performances. You know, the, the week uh, week seven against Cleveland, he didn't do anything through the through the air, two catches, 25 yards. But, you know, he had that run touchdown, uh, even though it was only two carries, eight yards. He got you the six points for the run, got you the double digit. So he's done that every mm-hmm. week but two so far on the season. Got some really nice matchups coming up, uh, including this one. Like I said, the Redskins secondary hasn't been playing well. This could be, you know, mm-hmm. a game that uh, Deshaun Jackson, uh, he does doesn't need a lot to really put up big fantasy numbers like we saw in the beginning of the season. Easy enough to do again with Fitzpatrick throwing the ball all over the field. Yeah. Does, uh, we'll move on to the next game in a second, but does Mike Evans ever you know, turn the corner and uh, put up bonafide wide receiver one numbers every single week? I mean, last week targeted 10 times, one catch for 16 yards. I mean, do you think he just, like, his, his ceiling is just below, you know, the DeAndre Hopkins and the, the Antonio Browns of the world? Um, yeah, he, he is definitely, you know, not up there yet. He, you know, he's having, he's had you some three he will games, be? <laughs> four games over 100 yeah. yards. But like you said, you know, not always the most consistent. But again, th- this offense isn't the most consistent. They put up a lot of points, but they spread the ball around. Uh, so you're not mm-hmm. always going to be guaranteed. And you know what? We, we could say that for, for all these guys. All, all the top receivers have one or two games where maybe they're they're not hitting that top number. The f- problem with Evans is his floor is still lower than the rest because when he doesn't mm-hmm. have a good game, you're looking at five or six points. Most of the others still right. find one way or another to get into double digits. And that's why they're elite. Yeah, I've always found him uh, to be a, a, a problem. You know, dropping balls, right? That was the, that was the issue with him uh, over his career not not catching every ball thrown to him. But uh, yeah, we'll see. Um, so let's move on. We have uh, just a few more games. We'll go try to get as much as we can done before the end of the show. How about uh, the Chargers against uh, Oakland in Oakland? Uh, I have this as a Chargers as a 10-point favorite, 49-and-a-half over-under. And, uh, 
man, the Raiders have lost by at least 14 points in four consecutive games. I mean, was it week eight when they, they kind of, you know, went back and forth with the Colts for a little bit, and then the Colts just, you know, just were done with them. And then uh, Nick Mullins last week <laughs> with the 49ers just demolished them. I mean, these Raiders, do uh, you think they're done? Stick a fork in them? Uh, they look like it last week. Look, there's still grown men with, that have pride. So, you know, they, they play this game for a reason that while they're not a good team right now, still got a lot of guys on mm-hmm. that team that, you know, aren't ready to pack it in. And, you know, they could play at any point. I just don't think it's going to be this week. I expect the Chargers right. to go in there and lay it to them. Um, the one thing we saw from Oakland last week is the defense, they really didn't look like they were there to play. They didn't try to do anything to confuse the young kid quarterback, uh, didn't throw any different looks at him, didn't do anything spectacular to mm-hmm. even give themselves a chance. And most times the guys were just caught totally out of position. Uh, you know, I, I think Phillip Rivers is just going to go in and carve this defense apart. Yeah. And uh, the Raiders have been outscored 129 to 44. Uh, in the past four weeks. So uh, I'm confident taking the Chargers to cover, to cover the 10. And uh, I don't know about the over-under because just the Raiders side. Oh, yeah, right. No, but in terms um, of, you know. Yeah, no, I get what you're saying now, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Raiders yeah. could easily put up, you know, seven points in this game. Um, <laughs> right. And, uh, you know, I'm not sure if the Chargers get to 43 because I think if the Chargers get out to a comfortable lead, then we do see a lot of the running game. Uh, come into play and tr- them try to, you know, speed up the clock. Yep. All right. So uh, move on to uh, the Packers at home against the Dolphins. I have the Packers as a nine and a half point favorite over on their 47 and a half. And, it's actually uh, ten it's and a half now. Last I looked just before ten and the, half now? the show started. Oh. Ten and a half. Yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. So 32 degrees. Yeah, it's not exactly the frozen tundra, but it's getting close. <laughs> so you take a team, uh, right? Uh, take a team from Miami that uh, you know, bring them over there to the uh, the Green Bay. Uh, I have a prop uh, bet for you. Will Jimmy Graham score a touchdown versus Miami? Odds: Yes, plus one hundred five. No, minus one fifteen. Yeah, I'm going to go with the S on this one. We saw him get his second one finally last week. Um, You know, Miami has given up five to the position on the season. They're 24th over the last five weeks against the position, giving up, you know, Mm -hmm. over 12, uh, almost 13 fantasy points a game. Uh, So, yeah, I I think he's got a real good shot in this one. Does it look like Cobb's going to be playing again? So he's probably not going to be in the mix. Uh, You know, Marquez Valdez-Scantling, yeah. Well, absolutely, MVS. I've been telling everybody else, you know, I I definitely am getting him in my lineups. Uh, Now, Green Mm -hmm. Bay just hasn't been playing well, coming off two tough losses against two of the super strong teams in the league. They might just want to take it out on Miami. Yeah, I think they will. And I think Aaron Jones, I think he separated himself. Uh, Season highs and touches in Week 9 with 16, routes run, targets. uh, And the Dolphins, uh, 5.10 yards per carry to uh, running backs in the last six games. So I think it could be a big game also for Aaron Jones. Because I think the, the the pack get up early. Uh, very well. Be, uh, I agree, uh, agree yeah. with you. You know, hopefully we see Jones getting more of those uh, those plays, and he mm-hmm. should. You know, early in the season, I kept harping on the fact that he wasn't getting a lot of touches because he, he wasn't known as a good blocking back and having a hard time with picking up blitzes, things like that. But PFF uh, on the season has him graded actually above 
Jamal Williams in that category. And if that's the case, he's obviously the better running back. If he's protecting Aaron Jones better as well, then he should be seeing Mm -hmm. the field much more. Right. And uh, the Packers uh, don't get enough credit. The number three uh, in the league in yards created before contact. So, And uh, Geronimo Allison out for the year. Uh, We love uh, MVS, Marquez Valdez, Scantling, you and I. Uh, both love them this week and rest of the season. And let the Dolphins give up big plays, second most 40 plus yard plays uh, in the league, nine so far this year. And uh, Kenya Drake, Frank Gore, I, I don't see the game script uh, calling for a big game out of them. Well, I did, yeah, Kenny Drake might be involved in the, the passing game, and that that might give him mm-hmm. some value if they get him involved there. Uh, that that's mm-hmm. where his value comes from. So, you know, you got to hope for that if you need to start Drake this week. You need him involved in that passing game. He's not going to do a lot of damage on the ground, so you need to mm-hmm. to get him there. If he gets, you know, four or five receptions in this game, then he's going to give you good fantasy value. If he doesn't, you're looking at a seven eight point game. Right, and the only other uh, offensive weapon I like uh, for the Dolphins is Amendola, Danny Amendola, eight targets, six catches per game with uh, Brock Osweiler in the center, although Brock Osweiler kind of showing what he's really made of. uh, (laughs) He's kind of been fading as well. (laughs) Well, look, with Albert Um, Wilson out, we have seen Amendola increase uh, his targets, uh, 31 targets over the last four games, but he has a tough matchup this week going up against Jer Alexander, who is done you know mm-hmm. a great job in the rookie covering slot receivers and i think that's gonna really hurt amandola's value this week uh so i really i i am definitely down on amandola this week even with the increase of targets lately okay uh rams at home against the seahawks uh last game uh was a 33 31 so these two teams know each other very well uh, Rams are a big favorite. I, I have them at nine and a half uh, over under fifty and a half. Uh, seems kind of high, no? Well, actually, it, it's okay. Just before the show again, we know how quickly yeah, these yeah. things can change. But yeah, they do. The show, yeah, it's minus nine and fifty-one. And you know, again, mm-hmm. I'm going to say this. I've been trying to say this more because a lot of people that you know are just started to get into betting now that it's legal and it's easier. Mm-hmm. And, you know, people could more do it. They don't realize that they need to shop their bets around. Uh, you know, find a, a, a bet you like, but then look at other sites because some of those sites will give you better numbers and give you a, a bigger advantage than what you had before. So don't always get locked into one site. Look at all the different sports books and find the. the the spread that suits your thought process the best before you make that bet. That is great advice. And uh, like I said, uh, the Rams defeated the Seahawks 33-31 to in the last uh, earlier this season. Uh, both of these teams coming off of a loss. But I, I think this uh, game obviously means more to the Seahawks. We had In 40 seconds, who do you take in this game? I'm going to take the Seahawks to cover the nine points. It's a risky bet, but I, I think, like I you agree. said, Seattle has something to prove. They need to get this win to keep themselves in the game. Yep. Hey, I want you to listen to Fantasy Sports Radio Network all day tomorrow. We've got live coverage of the NFL starting. For what time are you going to be on, Tez? I'll be on from 8 to 10 in the morning with Mike Blewett, Scott Engel, the king. And then there again from 8 go. to 10 tomorrow night with Scott Engel when we do Fantasy Football Rewind. All right, we'll be back next week right here at Fantasy Sports Radio Network. Good luck in Week 10.